All right, I'm putting the keyboard away again because everyone knows that I. You know what I realized when I was listening to the podcast of last last time? What is that? When I said keyboard, the first thing I actually thought of was a computer keyboard. Huh. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if people are understanding that I meant a a musical keyboard. Like, well, I hope they do because I played it. Yeah. I want to take a uh, peek behind the curtain really quick, and so how yeah. we edit this podcast, or how our our friend MJ, our our friend and editor, edits quick this shout podcast. Out to MJ. Uh, yeah, please get off mic. It's like we clap at the beginning, and it's like clapping a slate when they would have to like sync up sound and video. Normally, we do not get our claps synced at all. That but last it does time help though. That last time was like fucking perfect. We just that was a perfect clap sync that, that was we good. just did. Oh yeah, 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 we got it. We got it for like the first time in forever. Yeah. For the fr- uh, hey guys, remember Frozen? First time in forever. Um, I'm excited that. Um, Adina Menzel this fall is going to have to do, um, she's going to have to do, like, promotion for Frozen 2 at the same time that she's doing promotion for Uncut Gems. I think that's going to be a fun interview, like, where they have to do transitions. Rub your right ear. (laughs) What? That's what uh, KRPT420 says. He tells, he says, rub your right ear, and I'm not sure which one of us he's referring to. Rub my right ear. Yeah, I'm, I'm rubbing. Oh, it. for those yeah, of you who are listening, <laughs> we're recording. <laughs> we're, we go live when we record episodes. Um, yeah, so if you're interested to. in that, um, uh, we we don't have a sp- like we said last time. We don't have a specific time. We kind of just go. <laughs> so just always be on Instagram. <laughs> you know what? Okay, this is kind of ties into my social media thing because what I realize sometimes is that I have people who follow my Instagram but don't read the blog, or people who read my blog but don't follow my Instagram, and I'm like. If you want the best Ethan content, you're gonna have to follow me on everything, guys, and just pay attention twenty four seven. Yeah, it's like so. it's like on cinema. It's like there's so much stuff you have to pay attention to. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now that we got whatever that first segment was, I don't know what we call that. <laughs> ketchup. Ke- ketchup. Yeah, ketchup. The food. Yeah, <laughs> it's <got> a it. food. <laughs> is it a food? Yeah. Is it? Does it? Does it able to to stand? On its own? I think there's a thing that Bill O'Reilly did, and I don't remember if I talked about this last episode, mm-hmm. but Bill O'Reilly had this thing. It's like, need a cheap meal? Go to, like, a diner and get, like, a hot bowl of water and then put ketchup in there for a cheap tomato soup. And it's like, it's not the Great Depression anymore. <laughs> that's, like, that's like hobo tricks right there. And isn't, isn't, like, isn't, like ketchup like more vinegar than like tomato like it's not i think I as far it's like as far as i know it's just like sugar and tomato paste and that's like it i mean i, I know that's not like it but that's what i the two ingredients i know exactly i think i talked to someone recently man this is like the best this is a good radio by the way guys yeah um but i think they were saying that um you know people compare like uh ketchup to like marinara sauce or something and some some guy was like, I actually did it, and like, there's less ketchup in tomato. Th- there's less tomatoes in ketchup than that goes into marinara sauce. Hmm. So you technically, I don't mean to be a to to kill the joke, but like that's <laughs> that's, that's that's you know, that's yeah. what that is. Um, speaking of jokes, let's I'll take a side salad <laughs> and scramble. And let's go to our main topic of today, which is the rules and guidelines and traditions of menswear and how we feel about them yep. uh this is a big a big deal because it comes up all the time yeah especially you know, you know i mean we have both worked retail and we um 
there's a lot of guys who know the rules and are very afraid to break them. And I don't know yeah. about you, but my stance is uh, rules are for lamos and cops. <laughs> and so break and we're em. not we're not we're neither of those. Things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the we're the coolest guys out there. Yeah, that's why <laughs> our podcast is called the Cool Guys Club. <laughs> yeah. This is why we're both, we, there's different women every night that we make so much money and we've got so many friends that we, we're not sitting in a room we're recording like, a podcast. We're like Caleb Crawdad. <laughs> That's a good office reference yeah. for people. Yeah. Um, no, but seriously, it's, uh, it's something that comes up and, and that not just that we worked in retail or that we work in men's but that we, we dress predominantly in what I like to call old man clothing or mm-hmm. at least you know what people think of as old man clothing and so that that comes with a certain connotation that you you like you know you you like the rules you stand by the rules because classic menswear in general is steeped in tradition that's why it's called classic menswear it's like these things that don't really change very often and as probably one of like the you know you know, Spencer and I come with one of the one of the few guys who are young who you know who dress like this or at least make a social media presence. It makes sense that we get uh, combated with, mm-hmm. oh, why are you doing this? Um, you know, why why not that? Why why do you, you guys follow the rules or or why why do you guys do this but not this or whatever? Yeah. And it's and so you know we th- it's a it's a great topic for a, for a podcast episode. And um, the reason why I bring it up, uh, well now, is um, because recently put this on put out an article called the unlikely return of white socks and as many of you guys know who are longtime followers listeners uh, readers of the blog whatever you guys know that Spencer and I wear white socks and Mm -hmm. I have an article from like three years ago about me like when I first decided to wear white socks and like you know my discovery and how I how I put that all together um but yeah it's and if you obviously it was met with some I guess disdain or or whatever, but when you look at uh, on Reddit on Male Fashion Vice, which I talked about that I'm a big part of uh, in the social media episode, um, here's here's one top comment with 67 points. Please no. Uh, some guy says square toed shoes next after that. Oh man. Um, and uh, there's my comment, which I'll get to in a second. Um, and actually the. the you know, it's funny, like, the, the good comments in favor of them don't have a lot of upvotes because, you know, it's so it's so jarring to people. And I think one of the reasons why is because one of the first rules, guidelines, suggestions, advice, whatever you want to call it, one of the first things they tell you is, like, mm-hmm. you got to stop wearing white socks. Yeah, it's like if you start dressing up, guys are like, oh, I'm not going to wear white socks anymore. They remind me of athletic socks or whatever. Or you see, like, teenagers wear that to fucking prom when they don't care. And so they think that white socks are, are all bad. Yeah. Uh, but they're wrong. Yeah. And it's, you know, the funny thing is that, yes, it did start with wearing athletic socks, mm-hmm. at, you know, because, you know, like surplus and just people warm with loafers. And, and back then, you know, when you look at like people in Ivy or even earlier, I think there's like a picture of like Humphrey Bogart or someone, some movie started doing that with loafers. You got to realize that loafers were casual shoes and yeah. white socks were the like sportswear. So when guys would wear it with slacks because they're casual slacks back then, they weren't wearing jeans or sweatpants. They would just do that, you know, like khakis, white socks and loafers because they're off duty. 
And because it's like, yeah, the other thing is like, it's it's like an Ivy style thing, and people like to think of Ivy kids, like you know, the '60s Ivy students as like super well dressed. And obviously, we both like the style, but you have to yeah, keep yeah. in mind that they were fuck, they were college students. Like they weren't, they weren't like. I think a lot of them were not super conscious of their dress, and again, that's kind of what makes it cool. Like you look at yeah. you look at Take Ivy, and there's guys wearing like cut off shorts and like you know loafers or like shorts with I'm, I'm talking a lot about shorts or shorts with like you know anoraks or parkas, <laughs> and it's like they're not doing that because like oh it would be so interesting if I like clashed these two things. It's like mm-hmm. they wear it because it's like here are two things that I have in my closet. I'm gonna put it on. <laughs> like they weren't thinking about rules when they were dressing up. Yeah, and I don't even think back then that there were many. Well, I, I don't know. I shouldn't stand by the statement because I actually don't really know. I, I do know that for a while, these rules were started in menswear as like a way to keep out like new money or people mm-hmm. who started to like becoming, you know, like the whole white after Labor Day thing. Because like, I, 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 again, I don't actually know if this is like an urban legend or something, but I heard that the reason they did that is because I think like in like the 20s or whatever, people started to get more and more money. Let's, let's talk about Jay Gassy for a second, right? Like if, if that yeah. was like a real person. And like, you know all the old rich people would say, oh, don't wear white after Labor Day. So then if someone did it, you'd be like, oh, see, that person didn't know these rules that we just made up. Therefore, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're nouveau riche, they're, they're young, they don't care, they're rebellious, whatever, we don't want to be associated with them. And that's Calv, that's Calv? That's I don't even know what, what I was saying. That's how that's I tools. feel about many of menswear rules. You know, the whole, um, you know, no brown in town. Um, what else? What's some other rules? Let's let's actually let's go through some rules real quick. And yeah, I'm just gonna go look up menswear rules. You can't yeah, break. Yeah. And we have there's a whole bunch of these. Actually, you know, it's funny when uh, what's funny? Um, <laughs> I did it to myself. It's like it's like you know joke masturbation a little bit. Um, I, I I really want to put more jokes in because I realized the last episode I listened to it and we didn't have a lot of like fast. <laughs> fast jokes and i'm like i'm you know i miss that mm-hmm. um but okay so when i first started the group a while ago uh, i'm talking about the facebook group the street express community please join it it's great um when it first started spencer and i tried to you know foster discussion and and trying to get people to kind of talk about stuff and you know this is very early on uh, we don't do it as much now which maybe we should um but there's a lot of stuff on here that is great that I would, you know, maybe me, Spencer and I can just trade off, you know, one at a time. But number one rule here or guideline, cause I'll get into that in a second. But like he says, pleats are bad and you shouldn't wear cuffs with flat front pants. Mm-hmm. And wait, where, where and did you find this one? Sorry, I was looking this was this was on this was on the Street Express community. I have that. I have the whole discussion pulled. Oh, up. OK. Um, and for OK, before we get into this, you know, um, there's a lot of distinction between rules, guidelines and advice because the rules could be said more so like oh don't wear black pants or black suits when if it's not a funeral um oh, don't forget oh, only button the top button or the middle button of your suit mm-hmm. you know um those are those are kind of more rules and then when it gets more and more to like oh avoid pleats that's more of like style style guideline style advice and so there, there's kind of two different things but people kind of what I've noticed people put those all together like they're hard fast rules like like when you go to like the Alpha M page or the uh, uh, Gentleman's Gazette page or whatever you know they'll be like oh to be a well dressed man today you can't wear uh, pleats and I think that this episode is going to tie in really nicely with uh, the last one Um, yeah 
because uh, I mean, what, what what was the topic of our episode last week? Just like details why details matter. matter. Yeah. And you know, we talked a lot about how beginners are really they're really picky about like slim fit or whatever because they think slim fit is good. And it's the same thing right. with these rules. It's like you get a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't want pleats or I don't want cuffs because the rules say those are bad. Um, and it's just because, you know, if you're getting started in something and you want to be good at it, it's easy if there are, like, rules that you could follow. That's true. Just like like, like we said with, with fit, you know, like, oh, I can't get wide leg pants because I've been told, you know, baggy pants are bad. So, therefore, mm-hmm. it's easy for me to just be like, oh, slim fit is good. And it is, you know, to, to, to a certain extent because slim fit inherently can look better with the least because like you know you just buy slim pants and you'll look better than some dude wearing a, a, a pants that are two sizes too big for him yeah. you know obviously but then there comes to that thing we talked about last time where it is like Spencer said you know it's about intentional details and mm-hmm. intentional style which is what separates you from the rest um and it is, you know, just like my frustration with people who don't like details, I do get frustrated with people who have these hardline rules. Yeah. You know, just, just looking at all, you know, all these guys who were like, oh, fuck, white socks. Like, you know, like, I'm never going to do that. They look bad. And um, I, there, are, there are plenty of other, of, other, um, of other stuff that we can get into. But if we just keep going on the white socks thing here, it's interesting that this guy, so this guy that I got in discussion with on, on Reddit said that... Um, He's an Ivy style purist. He, I don't, I don't, I don't recognize huh. the username, but he said that he is. And he says that I should love it, but I can't do it because it has too much of a connotation with people who don't know what they're doing, and they wear white, you know, mid, you know, like we said, you know, the athletic socks. And I countered by saying, "Is is that though? Because like you know, when I do it or when an Ivy guy does it, you're not wearing them with Rockport shoes and baggy yeah. jeans. Yeah. You're wearing them with like Alden loafers with." Taylor chinos, you know, wide leg, slim leg or not, and you're wearing it with like a short coat OCBD. You're not doing it with like, I don't know, some Hanes T-shirt or something. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not wearing Hanes socks. You're wearing, you know, <laughs> plugging Uniqlo <laughs> real quick. You know, like <laughs> white, you know, white socks there. Because I'm pretty sure, like, when you have the whole outfit, you won't look like a dude who doesn't know what he's doing. People are know? gonna look at you and say, "Hey, this guy knows something I don't." <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I don't think anyone's gonna look at your whole outfit and go. Wait a minute, white socks? Oh, oh this guy's man. an idiot, you yeah. know? Which is funny because that happened to me actually once. <laughs> really? I, I, yeah, so t- three years ago when I started this podcast, I was, uh, well, let's just say I was I was visiting someone at their dorm and I took a picture <laughs> holding ice cream, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I was in like an Ivy outfit, like I was wearing like an overcoat because it was like winter time, mm. a crew neck sweater, jeans and loafers and white socks, and one guy commented and the whole fit was like fine this is only three years ago i was still you know everything i was paying attention to the fit and everything but he was like oh man i thought you knew how to dress i'm like can you not look <laughs> at what i'm doing like this is coming from a guy who would wear like athletic pants all the time and like a hoodie yeah. that's that's fine but he never wanted to be a stylish person and it's interesting that he i when i push him like what are you talking about dude he's like oh the white socks I'm like okay so you're not <laughs> looking at everything else you're just looking at that so i can see where some people might, you know, have that aversion to say white socks or, you know, putting pleats because some people will see that and they'll know, even if they're not stylish, they'll be like, hey, I heard this in GQ that you're not supposed to do mm-hmm. this thing. So if a guy's doing it, he's a fucking dumbass, you know. And so, but like, that's such a weird thing to, to have. It's a weird mentality. Even if you can't escape the connotations, you have to look at everything as a whole to do it, you know. Yeah. And that's, I mean, 
yeah, details matter when you're creating intentional style, but the whole outfit also matters, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think but, it, yeah, yeah, no, it's like, yeah, I just think it's so weird that he's an Ivy style purist, but doesn't really, I mean, it's like, it seems Again, like he likes I mean, how they look. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I don't, I, I don't recognize the, uh, the username or anything like that, yeah. but, uh, it's, you know, it, it's, it's interesting because when I, when I talk about this a lot, um, occasionally my DMS and I was talking to a guy recently, also from Reddit, but I know what he dresses like. He dresses really well. I forgot. I think his name is like, Ooh, that's a weird name. I forgot. Yeah, that's his <laughs> name. So, ooh, <laughs> message me. Um, no, he was saying, you know, he was he, ta- he saw my comment and he was saying like, okay, how much of style is like based on like people's like how much you perceive from people's uh, preconceptions and then your own? And I was like, that's interesting because I I don't think that I consider what other people think about me other than oh i'm wearing a bow tie to work and my friends are going out to drink i don't want to be that guy i'm probably gonna bring <laughs> a change of clothes like there, yeah. there's a difference there but like stuff like that where you know when you think oh if i wear a white sock someone's gonna think i'm i'm an, an idiot i don't think mm-hmm. about that as much but i do avoid certain things like i don't wear red shirts and khaki pants because i automatically think of target employee and that's me yeah. you know even though there are billions of people who do that all the time. There are classic men's guys who do that and it's not that big of a deal. Um, so, you know, I don't think, I think it is a little bit of what you said earlier where it's, you know, it's easy for guys to know what not to do. Mm-hmm. So they, they follow that to a T because like we said in the previous episode, the more v- variables that you have, the, the easier it is to get something wrong and mm-hmm. people don't want to be wrong. And again, like we said, like, like how, people pay attention to how you dress you know people think about in terms of women in terms of jobs or whatever so it's it's easier for them to be like okay i know what never to do yeah but i think the part where it gets weird is when they start seeing it when even when it's good and then consider it bad just because of that thing you know Mm-hmm. it's like um like when you see a guy with pleats and you're like oh man that's bad like i've I, seen people comment on the armory where they're like oh pleats are like oh those guys are not don't know how to dress and i'm like what the hell like they look great they just because they have double pleats or just because their jacket is like you know the right length or their tie is maybe you know is too long they tuck it in or whatever you know like i can't believe that that's like the breaking point for so many people and it's it's funny because it's like so you know like one of the most hard and fast rules that you know even i probably would not break is the suit buttoning rules um yeah but you look at pictures of like kamashita and he breaks them all the time like that's kind of like one of his i don't want to call it a trademark or whatever but he he there's a lot of photos of him just doing the bottom button and he still looks great like it's again maybe not an effect i would do but i don't understand I, the mindset seen some pictures of guys doing doing top button too yeah and like just, yeah just the top button yeah and, and the it, funny thing is that there's precedent for it mm-hmm. you know it's also funny because the. Yeah. <laughs> it's also funny because we before this I was looking up like you know see if there were any articles that we could kind of bounce ideas off of, and most of the articles I could find are like the exact same thing as like the you know rules not to break articles, but just like the opposite. It's like here's rules that you can break, and it's just like, and then it just gives you another rule. So I just I just thought that was kind of funny. Well, what's what's a good example from that? So over here. Let's see. We have um, an article from uh, Real Men Real Style, our old pal. Oh, 
Tony Centeno. And he just says, 10 style rules that can <laughs> be broken. heritage. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. 10 style rules that can be broken. Yeah. He talks about, like, no brown in town, and he's like, you can wear brown in town. I mean, it's like, I guess, kind of what we're talking about. But again, it also goes into what you were talking about yesterday, which is pe- people never say why. They never really say mm. why. Um, yeah, 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 they yeah, say yeah. it's like, here's what you can do, but they don't say here's why you should do it. There, I want to point out an ad that I just found on the like a, a like a like an ad on the side of Real Men Real Style, and it says watch reels watch Real Men Real Style on YouTube. And on one hand, it has a picture of a guy, and his he has a a brain, and it's all lit up. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of like golden or orbs like floating galaxy... around his brain yeah it looks like, like a galaxy like... brain meme and over him it says one percent and then <laughs> right next to him it says versus and there's a dumb looking guy with a brain that is not lit out there's there's black outlines on all the Can wrinkles and this? it says 99 percent and it just when you click on it it just links to the real men real style can you save it so we can put it on Instagram, please? Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, my um, God. You know, I'm looking through this. There's his whole thing about uh, rules to break, and there's one that says, always wear a tie when you ask for money. I've never heard that That's so life. weird. What the well, fuck? He's saying that you should break that. He's saying you should break that rule, but Is I'm he, like, i He's talking never... about getting bank loans? I guess so. And, okay, if we're talking about the bank, I, you know, something I just thought of, I remember being in a discussion where, um... They're saying that bl- uh, like brown shoes are becoming more acceptable, you know, in, in conservative circles or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying like some people were like, "Oh, you, uh, like you you can't get a like a, if you were a lawyer, you could not possibly do that or something." Um, and I found like or it's like it's like steeped in conservatism, or whatever. And I found a couple of pictures of like Lawrence Fellows illustrations of guys wearing like navy suits with brown shoes, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh, well, those are American, and those are inherently more casual." And I'm, you know, honestly, all I can think of is, do people pay that close attention? Honestly, like you got no. like a dark brown pair of shoes, you wear that with your navy single button, uh, uh, single breasted suit, and you wear it to like a law firm, you know, and people can be like hey you're not you're not wearing black you, um, you're gonna lose your captos. law license license law yeah. license so they said in boston you're gonna lose your la la land la- yeah. license <laughs> you're gonna lose the la la land best picture <laughs> remember that oh god oh man yeah but yeah it's it's such a weird thing and you know i really think that people Again, yes, people do pay attention to what you wear, mm-hmm. but I don't think people pay that close attention. Like, you know, it's it's insane. You know, people people don't look at whether or not you have pleats or maybe, maybe it's like one guy or whatever. Yeah. But it's never going to be, you know, like at your job or whatever. You know, it's, 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 it's so it's so fascinating. These people that put so... You know, and, and you see it across everything. You see it on, like, on Ivy style. You see it on vintage style people. You see it on... Uh, bespoke tailoring kind of mm-hmm. stuff so you don't you know it's, it's it's like this problem is literally everywhere and i feel like it it hinders people from having achieving per- true personal style uh let's go back in time a little bit did you ever were you ever like let's really go. big were you ever like a rules did you use the way back yeah uh were okay. you ever like really big into rules because i know i know i was at one point um hmm, i knew my my stuff was basically I I never really tried to like mix eras. Hmm. That's one thing. 
Um, and I think we both didn't really do that too yeah. much. Actually, I don't, I don't really remember it that that well. But I um, I remembered only talking about the buttoning thing because that to me is more so. It really is the example of everything has to be good before you break it. Yeah, because, I mean, you can't really do that with, like, an off-the-rack suit because it's just, mm-hmm. well... Well, no, I was going to say, it's you have yeah. to, it would be hard to do it with an off-the-rack suit because no, generally it's not going to fit right. No, see, I was going to say that maybe the key here is that you can't do it with just anything. Yeah. You know, like, like we said, like, in the details matter. Like, you can't achieve Ivy-style... Or a good eye, in my eyes, personally, you know, I, maybe I'm being a dick now, but, like, I don't think you could wear, like, <laughs> like a Nordstrom pair of loafers and be like, hey, I'm, I'm doing Ivy with penny yeah. loafers. Like, you can't, you can't do that. It doesn't look the same. You know, the vibe is different, you know, or you can't, you can't do workwear with skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you know, you can't, you literally can't do that. And I think at a certain point, breaking the rules has to be done from not just a stance of, like, experience but you have to know what things allow you to do that yeah you know like you can't really do a bottom button jacket style move when you're wearing an h&m slim two button jacket you can probably do that if you're wearing like something a lot more generous in a three roll two mm-hmm. like uh kamasita-san does you know and or or the top button which, which i've seen oliver danafalk of uh rubato uh clothing really cool check that out by the way really good uh knitwear but you know, you, you see it done, done like that and you're like, oh, wow, he's breaking the rules, but it still looks good. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't I would never want to say he's breaking the rules. So therefore, his whole outfit is bad. You know, and I think, I think that uh, that also goes back to our point of if you if everything looks good, except for the one thing you're breaking the rules on, it's going to you're going to it's going to look intentional. Um, so yeah. if you're, yeah, if you're breaking a bunch of rules, but your clothes, again, you're wearing, you know, stuff from like mall brands or whatever stuff that doesn't mm-hmm. fit right, or at least fit how it should fit, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, we're yeah. talking about rules, like how rules are lame and I'm talking about, oh, so things should fit a certain way, but you know what I mean? It's like, it has, it has to, you have to be able to make it look intentional. It, they have a, they have yeah. a passage about this in, uh, Ame where they talk about like one of the magazines was like don't just like you have to you, you, when you're when you're unbuttoning your collar buttons on an OCBD, it has to it has to look nonchalant. If you're trying too hard, it's gonna look lame as fuck. Yeah. And so I think that's part of it too. So something I, I'm thinking of, you know, to go back to the the white after Labor Day rule, old money, new money thing. I sometimes feel that when guys stand by the rules it's never like it's not about encouraging someone like oh hey this is why we do because like i said Mm -hmm. no one no one questions it they always say you know they always tell you what not to do um and i feel like guys use it as like a sense of superiority to other people a lot you know and it's funny because it's usually done by guys who don't know what the fuck they're talking about Uh and look at me being a superior person um but no like it's never about encouraging it's always like oh this guy sucks because he's doing this it's just a way to feel superior yeah, it's it's kind of like you know when you you know you learn in school about multiplication and then you're like, hey guys, look what I just like you're telling people I just learned this. <laughs> or, or check this out. Yeah, and then you, you just know, do math. It's, yeah, it's it, it's crazy because you know I, I I really do feel like that's like the way it is because of how much um, 
emphasis these you know whether it's a whether it's youtubers like teaching men's fashion or whatever or gq or esquire they they use it so like oh you don't want to be the dumbass guy Mm -hmm. like you have to be better than that so that's why they push those rules because you know you want like you want to be in this like elite community where you know where all of you guys know what's up and anyone who's not in it is not cool you know and I think it takes the fun out of dressing up. You know, I, I really think that those guys, and, and, you know, I might be wrong. I'm just, you know, making generalizations here. You know, please let me know if I'm being a dick. But when people do that, you know, I really don't think that they are dressing up for for themselves or for, for style. They're doing it because, like, hey, I want to be the well-dressed guy in the room. I want to be, you know, the hot stuff. I want to be the sexy guy wearing the suit to women. I want to be the most you know the coolest guy in the bank i want to get the money because i want to look like a ceo whatever that whole that whole mentality kind of thing what's that thing that they talk that's that comes up on reddit all the time where it's like you know the less you know about something the more you think you know i've never heard that okay i'm gonna google this and i'll get back to you guys it like it's like literally fucking every thread on reddit someone's like oh it's this syndrome Uh, oh oh okay that's i thought you're talking about like some like infographic kind of thing uh uh-huh this is um, Dunning Kruger effect. It's the it's fashion Dunning Kruger effect. Diane, the Diane Kruger effect. <laughs> yeah, did we talk about Diane Kruger last episode? Did did we? I don't know. Did we talk about like Inglorious Bastards or something. Maybe, but no. It's yeah. It's like guys watch a couple like fucking Alpha M videos about like rules never to break, and they're like, I got this shit. Like I know, I know this. <laughs> um, and I think yeah, that's a that's a that's a big thing. Yeah, it, you know it's. It's those guys are really. I mean, the, I guess the big the big issue is whether like are you dressing to follow the rules? Or are you dressing because you want to f- you want to fuck the rules? You know what I'm yeah. saying, boys? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you fuck my you screw my wife. I screw your dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> please go to uh, saddjokesexplained.com for that one. Um, but yeah, no, I think I mean that could literally be the difference there, mm-hmm. right? You know, like just like with the details one, you're dressing just to fit in, to be a cookie cutter uh, suit guy. And that's fine if that's what you want to do. But to to move on from that, you have to experience, you have to break the rules. And, and even then, like, you know, just thinking back at it, these aren't real rules. It's not no. like um, they're not. The the button thing I think is the biggest one. That's the only one I can probably identify with. But you know stuff like oh don't wear white socks or make sure your socks match your trousers or, or dumb shit like really don't wear a button down collar with a suit or tie or whatever. Like I hear that all the time. Oh man, that's that's the worst one. I mean, you can look at fucking any vintage picture in the sixties and you will see that exact thing happen. Yeah, and I, I I also think it's weird that. Again, as as I as I said it earlier, rules are for lamos and cops, and I don't know why you would want to be the kind of person that's constantly pointing out these rules to other people. <laughs> like that's not a cool thing to do. <laughs> like following following rules is like like you know that's never been super cool. The the cool guys are always like rebels, rule breakers without a cause. Yeah. Isn't there a book called Rebel Style? Didn't Bruce Bowyer or someone write about that? Uh, yes, Lesser? it is a book. I and haven't I, read it. Uh, yeah, Bruce Boyer. Yeah, that cinematic makes heroes I mean, of the nineteen fifties. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Back in the day, right? You wouldn't wear jeans with tailoring and look, look where we or are. Or even now. just like fucking, like you know, if you know, cinematic heroes of the nineteen fifties t-shirts. That was not a thing mm-hmm. that you wore out until like you know, like James Dean, uh, like Marlon Brando, whatever. Star? 
What? James Dean's a porn star. Oh, yeah. Uh, a canceled porn star. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> so, like, James Dean, Marlon Brando, whatever, until they started wearing, like, T-shirts as outerwear in their movies. That was not a thing that people did. Yeah. And, you know, style will not evolve or fashion will not evolve unless people break the rules. And, mm-hmm. you know, the best, the most stylish dress. No one, no. <laughs> I can't think of a guy who follows every rule and is lauded as a top style person. I can't yeah. think. You know, even if permanent style kind of assignment errs on more of the, uh, you know, conservative, you know, more modern side than, you know, say me or Spencer or even our friends at like the Armory or Bryceland's. Mm-hmm. He still does some stuff that's different. You know, he has like a suede blazer and I'm like, yeah. and it, it looks, I mean, it actually looks kind of cool and it helps that it's not, it doesn't look like it's from the seventies, uh-huh. <laughs> but it, it's stuff like that. You know, people push, push it, you know, push the limit. Um, and, and you could say that classic menswear is forever, but you know, just like with everything, people, um, people, break the rules and there are still trends in classic men's where like our lapels widened or at least as a whole yeah lapels widened in ready to wear you know in the past like you know five years or so yeah because it's like you know timeless style doesn't exist people and even i've been guilty of saying this is like there are certain sub like you know classic men's where it's like oh the suits look the same as they did 50 years ago but that's also not true that's yeah that's that's inherently false i mean you know it's it's i you know another aspect of this could also be that um you know people people don't like to pay attention to details and they don't don't think of classic menswear as fashion as a an avenue for self-expression it's like that dumb thing where it's like oh i'm not into fashion i'm into style it's like like fashion is a bad word you know that that, that's that's unbelievable but i'm like (laughs) i could you can always spin that back on them you know like yeah if you wore your fucking H&M suit or whatever, or, or, or your, you know, your thrifted 80s suit, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, and you want to wear that back in, like, the 20s or 40s, you'd still look weird, dude. Yeah. So. I like that this podcast is just us becoming, like, airing our grievances with other people. <laughs> that's that's like, what I want it to be, yeah. Because no, okay, this is a little big tangent, but I'm like, no one does it. Most podcasts in general are just interviews, and I think... Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think again, like we said, like a couple episodes ago, like I really wanted us to be able to talk about our opinions and not just interview because interviews are great. It gets us to know other people and, and share their story. But I still feel like again, menswear needs, you know, it doesn't have to be us, but people pushing the envelope or discussing these things that happen in it. Otherwise, we're just it'll just be us talking to Bruce Boy or us talking to Mark Cho. Like, man, our, if we Mark could Cho, get them on know, the podcast, though, that'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. We could we, we should really think of like some crazy ass discussion thing for him. But that yeah. would, I mean, that would be cool. But like I want to discuss that stuff, not not always just you know stories and everything. Mm-hmm. Also because ma- ma- all the ba- major players in menswear already have <laughs> like been interviewed plenty of times by other people. Yep. Um, but okay, so how do you feel about being attractive and breaking the rules? Now I have some big opinions on this, but I want to know what you think. I mean, I think you it know, helps. Like, oh, that that guy's a model or whatever. It's like it's like that. Yeah. It's like that thing. It's like where it's like tall, skinny guys can make like anything look good. Uh, but the problem is a lot I mean, of them. Um, uh, the problem a lot is a lot of times they either don't know or don't care. So I think if you uh, if you're a very handsome man, uh, I think just whatever you wear is gonna. It's like I think Die Workwear tweeted. Like it's like it's like no matter how well tailored your suit is, you're gonna you're not gonna look as good as like a really handsome guy in like a suit from Macy's. That hits that hits home right there. Yeah, man. yeah, and I I kind <laughs> of agree with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's not he's not wrong, but 
I think that's also one reason why I started the blog. Because here's a comment from an, uh, from an, um, um, a men's a male fashion advice thread: a model wearing impeccably tailored pleated trousers, no belt, and contrasting socks. That's good. Normal pudgy slub guy wearing off the rack pleats, no belt, and contrasting socks. Looks like a pudgy slub with shitty fashion sense. And you I, know, yeah. yeah, he's not. They're not wrong that it helps to be attractive, but that's why I started the blog because I wanted to highlight well i think i'm a regular person i think all my i mean i think all my friends look great but obviously we are not you know what's what's uh james jonathan turner we do not have chiseled jawlines <laughs> you know yeah we're not a matinee but, idol yeah but i think that we have great style and i think we all break the rules and we no one really thinks much about it and we and hopefully we provide that in a good context to show you that you can do it too mm-hmm. you know and i I never really wanted it to be that, you know, the, oh, that guy is just doing it because he's hot. You know, I take pride in being ugly because <laughs> I get to be stylish, too. You know, it's not I don't think that um, I don't want to crutch, you know, use attractiveness as a crutch, uh, you know, to, to, you know, as an ex- explanation of why something looks good. Because the cool thing about classic men's is that it is filled with a bunch of regular guys. Yeah, they do models every once in a while. But like, you know, like everyone's normal ethan newton likes to talk about it all the time you know he kind of has self-deprecating humor where he's like oh i'm just an old fat guy with a beard but he looks great he breaks the rules he wears mm-hmm. rayon shirts with loafers whatever you want to call it and that's i i think that when people try and say oh the dude there's models i'm like well I'll, I'll do the same thing dude and i am not a model and i'll show you that wearing pleats uh, and contrasting socks i don't know exactly what that means but um doing that whole look is fine you yeah know? And, and and repeatable everyone can do it and that's why i you know all my friends i have different body types different faces um and they're great you know whether it's the gooch brothers whether it's doug who i i, I personally feel like lean on the attractive side of this spectrum with you know the rest the rest of us <laughs> so we have hot and it's the gooch and brothers and doug and uggos is everyone else <laughs> congrats you guys i don't know if they actually listen to the podcast but we'll text them about it (laughs) we'll text them wait they do they They do they did because doug texted me like uh, a joke that we did on the podcast and i didn't understand what he was doing yeah i was like he felt sad what are you talking about (laughs) yeah but you know i i don't know exactly what the solution is i don't have a solution for this whole thing i, I, just, I but i think also st- staying as like pleated pants they got at like a mall or whatever uh, you could if it you know you got you've gotten thrifted shit and you've tailored it and made it look good you can yeah yeah it's like or maybe it's like a pudgy guy <laughs> like who gets stofa or something it can still be done yeah you know it, it's and that's the best that's the best part i mean it's Mm. so fashion should be democratized and i think that again it goes back to when all the rules and stuff it's kind of elitist it's kind of like oh we're we can afford this we Mm -hmm. or we we have some access some secret knowledge that you know we can judge the people and we are therefore superior to you know i don't i don't like that yeah you know obviously okay let me just say obviously i have standards uh for what i think looks good but in most cases what is good is intentional choice i don't think that a guy who doesn't know what he's doing is bad i just think that he doesn't have the passion for it Mm -hmm. or he doesn't want to do it and that's fine that's a totally valid mindset to have you know and then when you get when people actually start learning stuff then nothing is nothing is really bad it's just not your taste yeah and i think comparing taste uh, that could be its own thing but taste to 
bad outfits is very subjective and something I don't really, I don't really tend to have, you know. Then like, again, you know, there are times when we look at some outfits and we're like, that's bad. <laughs> I Yeah, I think in general, if you see, for the most part, there are obviously going to be some exceptions. I think if you can't envision how a certain outfit or piece of clothing could look good on someone else, that's just a lack of creativity on your part. Yeah, yeah, and then that's that's exactly it, you know. I mean, you could even compare this to, like, jazz, right? Like, mm-hmm. in, like so many, when you get to, like, higher levels of jazz, things shouldn't do those things, you know? Yeah. Like, those chord combinations. Or, like, it's Giant Steps. Intent. Everyone watched that Vox Explainer video on why <laughs> you know, Giant Steps what, is weird. And that's what also got me to watching a bunch of jazz videos, just because I, like, uh, I mean... As we know, my 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 big idol John Williams is a jazz was a jazz musician or jazz pianist head. at least when he first started. He's a real jazz, He's a real J head, yeah. yeah, commissioner. Uh, but you know, it's it's stuff like that. You know, and you you have to think of fashion as like jazz. You know, it's about doing random stuff because, you know, I know Spencer put the, I'm sure he had this in the pocket, but like guys like uh, Ignacio uh, Quiles mm-hmm. uh, from like you know collaborated with Articles of Style. Um, there are plenty of guys who have an even more eclectic approach to fashion who look great, you know, and I don't think that they, they are defined as just breaking the rules just because I think everything is intentional. They picked all this stuff out. Just like we talked about uh, streetwear, I think in like the old dress down uh, world, the dress down world uh, symposium, you know, defaulting to bad choices or, or eccentric choices as just being random is a fallacy. And I think that a uh, lots of things you know, in fashion are, are intentional, or at least from people who appreciate fashion and are mm-hmm. involved in that world. You know, obviously, you know, uh, I could wear a white t-shirt, jeans, loafers, and white socks, and then a regular dude could do it, but with bad versions of it, and he won't know the difference. And, uh, you know, and that's fine, but I think that just because I'm doing it my way does not make my, mine a bad outfit either, yeah. you know? It, it definitely there is a little aspect of I wouldn't call it elitism, but like I think that the difference eventually becomes your passion in it, your creativity, and your intentional choice. Because like we said last time, normcore was a big thing, and people were so upset. Like people are taking pride in like dressing down and wearing like plain stuff and New Balance sneakers that a lot of people said, oh, you should avoid New Balance. But I think it's recontextualized in a good in a different approach you know mm-hmm. you're, you're not a dad who bought new balances because he was bored on a sunday and you're doing it you're doing it because you intentionally want to contrast it with your light wash jeans that are cuffed right you know and there's again it goes back to details too like jean like baggy jeans with new balance compared to wide leg jeans cuffed to the ankle with new balances um there's a big difference there yeah, I don't know if we've ever said it on the pod, but one uh, big rule thing that I just want to uh, like kind of put on the record: uh, people don't know what the word "baggy" means. Oh yeah, like yeah. I think we might have talked about this before, but people, uh, I'd, if you're listening to this, you're probably a stylish, smart person. You know what it means. But if you're new to You've the podcast, new to brain. fashion, wide leg does not mean baggy. Uh, maybe I'm misunderstanding the word, but generally when I think of baggy, I think of like wide leg plus too long. So if you just get it hemmed, you're good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly it. I think I have an article about that a long time ago. Mm. Um, where I said I think I said vintage pants are not baggy; they're just wide. Do you talk about it? And, and you're like, how you know I like my pants, like manifesto. No, I, I don't know. 
no, I don't think that this is way before. This is like when I first started because I got tired mm. of people uh, telling me that my pants are baggy. And I'm like, your pants break more than mine just because they're slimmer does not make yeah. it like, you know, so. Um, yeah, and before before we finish, just I'm gonna go through this and kind of name off some some cool rules that people voiced their uh, displeasure at whenever they are uh, talked about that. When, whenever they are talked to about this stuff, um, let's see here. Uh, brown shoes with suits uh, apparently is a rule that the people get told. <laughs> Again, I rule. was like, I, yeah, I own I mean, one pair of black of shoes. <laughs> Do you ever wear them? No, <laughs> I never wear them. <laughs> See, I, I, I wear mine yeah. when I want that, like, conservative look. And even then, my black shoes are, like, broged the hell up. They're I mean, I still kind of want, like, I want black tassels. Um, I still don't, I'm not sure I would wear them much because my, I wear a lot of earth tones. And, I mean, again, that's a rule that you can break. You can wear black with earth tones as, as, as uh, you do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do, like, I wouldn't wear, like, a black suit with, like, brown shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's more... There's more stuff there that that's there, that, that, that there's uh, that we can explain some other time, but like black linen pants with you know a brown suede shoe, you know there's a whole essence of like casual you know doing casual stuff to it you know mm-hmm. like that's what makes it better you know it's uh, same thing with <coughs> like uh, in my in my in my black article I wouldn't wear like a black worsted suit but I'd wear a black seersucker or a black linen suit yeah you know like there's there's it's easier to be to kind of you know fuck with the man when you've got you know a more casual approach mm-hmm. so um I, oh i've heard this before never unbutton your jacket that's the like, also you, the dumbest rule yeah especially if it's double-breasted some people are like oh if it's double-breasted you can never have it be unbuttoned yeah it's and uncomfortable like, to sit down with your jacket buttoned unless it's like a sack suit that's like you know fit that's that's very generous it's generally uncomfortable yeah, yeah it gives so much money to charity <laughs> yeah yeah, it's funny. Um, white shirts are an absolute must for every man's wardrobe. I that's like the rule plain, that I used to white. like really follow, and I think it's like I I it's on Wouldn't my your like first beer point like a white white Oxford uh, French cuff. <laughs> and then when when did you ever wear that? I wore <laughs> it all the time. <laughs> um, uh, but no, actually, it's like oh it was because it was because like. I think it's on. I think it's from Real Men Real Style because it's like I was look. I was looking through my very early like Safari bookmarks, and it was like how to dress like Don Draper, and I was like, holy shit, this is from RM RS, and it's like Don Draper knows that you know the only shirt you need is a white shirt, and so I used to only wear white shirts and be like, why would I need any other shirt but a white shirt? And uh, what a fool I was. And I haven't worn a white uh, shirt in like probably like two years now <laughs> yeah i don't really wear plain white shirt. i mean i i wear stripes all the time mm-hmm. um let's see what else is in here um you're supposed to oh my, I heard, someone said this you're supposed to wear a belt instead of suspenders what that's weird maybe it's just someone's uh, like oh suspenders are too old man belts are cool now oh yeah Oh, Spencer, so before, uh, why don't we finish off with your experiences in retail uh, talking to guys who have these weird things? I remember you said something like, oh, I don't, like, I can't have cuffs. Well, like, yeah, no, guy, I mean, guys say like, that yeah. all the time. It's like, you know, we offer cuffs, and this was this was mostly at Men's Warehouse because we did a lot more tailoring there, obviously, but we would we would offer cuffs and like my bosses would be like now you know cuffs and pleats it's like we don't do those anymore it's like those are for old guys you don't 
uh, or you don't do those anymore. Or the du- or also the dumb rule of I think we talked about this earlier in the episode, but you can't have cuffs with uh, flat front pants. I just don't really I don't get that. I don't get where that came from. You can put cuffs on anything, baby. Yeah, <laughs> or it's like when I got my seersucker suit. I like I took it to uh, like I just took it to my tailor at work because you know I got some work done for free there. And so I was just like, hey, can you add cuffs to this? And, like, one of the salespeople was like, oh, you don't cuff seersucker. I'm like, uh, I do. <laughs> why Why wouldn't you? I don't know. Maybe they're like, oh, it's so light. Why would you cuff it? But, uh, yeah, I mean, it mostly came down to that. Um, that. That's, yeah, cuffing and pleats. That's, like, the two biggest ones that I deal with. Um, yeah, guy, I, like, I've... Guys are weird about, like, rolling up sleeves. Like, I tell guys, it's like, you know. I don't know. We have I have guys that come in at this is weird. I had a guy come in and he needed a suit for the next day, and so it's like we didn't have time to tailor anything. But the like sleeves were, the the sleeves were a little bit short or something like that. Um, yeah. And the shirt with sleeves were too long, and I was like, I mean, what I would do is I would just roll up the sleeves under the jackets because it's going to be less noticeable. He's like, I thought you weren't supposed to roll up dress shirt sleeves. I'm like, who said that? <laughs> like, whoever said that. Yeah, I'm actually wondering, some some of the weird ones. I always wonder who the hell told you that. Yeah, you know. Um, oh, I had a good one, but I think I have a lot. Oh, don't don't wear a, sl- a short sleeve shirt with a tie. Uh huh. Now, I I could probably side with this, um, just because I don't wear a lot of short sleeve shirts in general, so mm-hmm. I would not wear one with a tie. Um, but what are I'm sure there are some things that you set out for yourself, right? Yeah. Like what are what are some of your like things? Like for me, I I can't wear uh, lace ups with a D. I can't wear lace up derbies with a DB. I cannot do that for some reason. I think it's because my lace up derbies are more chunky, and I think DBs are kind of elegant, so I can't do that. I could wear an Oxford or a loafer with a DB, but mm-hmm. I cannot do like a blucher or derby. I'm not sure how many really conscious rules I have. Like, I'm sure, I mean, there are definitely rules that I follow, but I don't think I've, like, articulated and be like, this is, like, my style rule, I guess. Um, yeah, because I, I guess at a certain point, it's, it's just kind really of, like, rule, subconscious. Just, well, I was going to say it's more so, like, they're just not my rules, preference. they're just style, style yeah. preferences. Yeah. They're yeah. not, like, something you, you, you prescribe to people, which is why I don't put, like, rules on my blog. Uh-huh. Like, I never try and, you know, go into that, that thing because I'll, I'll end up breaking it, like immediately or something yeah i think my only rules would come down to like just like not not wearing too many patterns at once or something like that like i i'm hesitant to wear certain patterns with like camo jackets or whatever but i mean Mm -hmm. that's the that's the again that's not really something that i say it's like okay i can wear this pattern and this pattern but i can't wear this it's just something that i put it on i'm like eh, this seems a little bit off and then i take a then i change yeah i can't i can't think of any other hard ones for me um yeah i because I, I don't think i have any i have a lot I, i'm into a lot of different things a lot of different outfits so i don't really have have that you mm-hmm. know i guess a certain at a certain point maybe we could discuss you know being you know doing more crazy stuff like yeah you know, wearing like world war ii chinos with like a navy blazer or my my m43 pants or something because those aren't really style rules those are just like you just Hey, that you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, whatever. like I, I think know. this Sunday I just got a pair of like Repro M43 trousers um, in like a frog skin, uh, like Dope. camo. Yeah, and I'm gonna be wearing yeah. that with a navy blazer. So <laughs> that's a rule that you're not supposed to break, but I'm doing it. 
Is that the thing? Is is that a rule? Though? I don't know I don't, if that's. I, think, I don't think you're gonna find that on Real Men Real Style. <laughs> like, don't yeah. wear, don't wear like camouflage fatigue trousers or suits. Pants, yeah. That's not. That's too specific for them. Yeah, yeah. So I guess you know if we're gonna sum all this up, I think it really is. Lots of guys have these rules. I understand why where they're coming from because they want to know how to dress up and the only way to dress or dress better and the only way to be better is to know what not to do. It mm-hmm. goes with the whole detail thing. But I do think that there is a small part of being elitist and, uh, you know, trying to be superior to other people, you know, and just a lack of creativity in your dress. Because even then, you're dressing up for you know to be superior you're not doing it for like the art or the fun of it yeah because when you look at say oh man this could also be tied into the whole you know how the alt-right or right-wing people hate modern art that whole thing Mm -hmm. i feel like there's a lot of similarities there in the sense like oh they feel like you're ruining like the essence of like the suit or whatever or you're you know you could you're ruining you know conventional dress or traditional menswear or you know and i think that that's if that's the case, then that's a good thing because I want, again, I, I like to be democratic with fashion and I like, you know, to push things forward, even mm-hmm. with something as traditional as classic men's where you have to break the rules. And uh, again, a lot of the rules aren't real rules to begin with. Yep. You know? And I think, yeah, there's a sense of you have to be good at it. <laughs> um, but that, again, that's, that's subjective, you know? And I think the way you can do that is. This could also be. We could also have an episode on what what makes something good or something. Mm-hmm. But um, the rule but like, of cool. The rule of cool. I think it would be a really good thing because I think that you have to have a certain al- amount of clout to back that up. Obviously, right? Yeah. So, um, but that that's that's discussion for another time. So hopefully, I think you guys. Hopefully, you guys kind of got our frustration, <laughs> our grievances with uh, menswear and rules and everything. Uh, I think we have time to do at least one or two quick answers here and we did get a question early on in the chat um yes so they scroll were asked up, i'm gonna scroll far yeah uh we got a question how can you dress all in h&m to current style so how could we did uh we did answer this because we um or at least i said it, like you can't do it yeah you can't you literally can't do it uh, it's very unfortunate uh, because okay, I think this is gonna be the only question we have because like we could talk about this for like ten minutes, but um, it it pains me to say that because I don't like I just had a rant where I just said fashion should be democratic. Yeah. But I think it's not your fault. It's that it's that it's the fault of the manufacturer. You know, like you literally can't achieve a soft-shouldered suit or whatever by getting an H and M jacket. You could probably um, do uh, like basic bastard MFA stuff, but even then, they normally recommend like J Crew or Unique Unique Low for that. Yeah, so it really depends what you want because, like we said, the details thing. Eventually, you're gonna have to start paying just for aesthetics because uh-huh. you cannot. It can't be based on just quality. You have to be paying for exactly what you want, and you know, I. This is why we we recommend thrifting because it's a good way to find multiple styles of a fashion you know whether it's ivy you could I, I mean i found a japanese unstructured jacket before you know it's not impossible but that's the only way you're going to be able to or one of the one of the ways that you can experiment with different stuff on a lower price point you know unless you started going ebay but ebay you're gonna have to be a little more specific in what you're looking mm-hmm. for exactly you know like you know but 
yeah, it's really hard to shop at the mall and try and achieve the same style yeah. as, say, the Armory or whatever. I mean, I... Me and Spencer like to dress like Drake's in the Armory or Bryceland's or whatever, but we have vintage. We do it in our own our own way. We have Spear and McKay jackets, which, for the price, they're three-roll, two, soft-shouldered, wide lapel. They may not be exactly what um, Sartoria Adal Carore will create for you bespoke, but it's a, at least closer and more in line and higher quality than doing something from H&M or J Crew, because you know you're limited by the details on what they have like j crew has i think they have three button jackets now but they are kind of low buttoning and mm-hmm. then button stance is a detail that you should be aware of because they create visual lines and everything that inherently uh you you know if you're shopping there you can't get anything else other than that so yeah i don't know what do you think spence i mean i agree um if you're trying to dress like if you're trying to dress like us, if you're trying to dress like Drake's, Bryce Lynn's, you know the Armory, whatever, yeah, I agree with Ethan. You can't do that at H and M. There, yeah, it's it. Just listen to last week's episode. <laughs> that's that's really or not last week's. Whenever I don't know the schedule that these come out. Whatever the, our last episode was on details, that's really going to be uh, in addition to what Ethan just said. That's going to cover it. Yeah. Um. So. It's, it's again, I, 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 it pains me to say stuff like that, but I mean, it's kind of what has to happen when you're moving on, you know, in men, in men's yeah. wear. I think that you I mean, can put a, together passable outfits using all H&M. Again, I wouldn't I wear think, it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you're, exactly. if you, if you want to dress like us, if you want to dress like the people we are influenced by, it's not going to, you can't do it. Yeah. It's not an elitist thing. It's just, you have to be a lot more creative. And again, if you feel that you're being held back or being frustrated, that that's a, that's a, that's a sign that you have to start looking in other places. Uh-huh. But if you're concerned with, oh, I how, can I still look good for H&M? Of course you can. There are plenty of stuff there, you know, that you can wear. You know, I have people that I've seen at church or whatever. They look fine. They're, yeah. You know, they're, they're passable. You can you can find striped shirts and <laughs> and rep ties. I think at H&M. You mm-hmm. know, I think I I once had a blazer, 100% wool blazer, two button though, but like brass with um triple patch pockets you know and i you could potentially wear that which i think and i'm pretty sure they have gray flannel trousers too yeah um but then you're limited to like you know again the blazer may not have wide lapels may not be soft-shouldered or extended or neapolitan in, in in style or whatever so uh yeah hopefully that wasn't too mean of a response it's kind of like a sobering thought you know i'm, I'm sure if i heard that from somebody it would be very discouraging um, so but I apologize. Oh, and our yep. live video is done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of how it how it works with with menswear. Um, but luckily, don't feel that you have to move on uh, if you're not ready for it. Uh huh. I think that's one thing. You know, you don't have to like suddenly be at this level, or uh, not saying that means Spencer like on the top level, but like you know, you don't have to be. You don't have to dress like our inspirations uh, right away if that's not what you want, because we also don't want you to, to just copy you know when you're not ready for it or if you don't understand the basics or whatever so experiment and you know spencer and i at least i have had things from h&m and they served me for a while i kept them for a while i mean that was like my college stuff and they were fine um until i decided i wanted to wear something else with different details so okay do we have any other questions i got i got a i got a little i got a little thing right here i got a little quick quickie for you it's coming from peter uh at prog shell He's a good guy. He, uh, I think he's in the Facebook group, and he messages me or responds to my stories every once in a while. 
Here is his story. My fiance, sister, and mother can't tell me apart from Spencer. Oh what no. do I do with this information? Oh no, what do you do, Spencer. What, what what does Peter do? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, it's Here, like Peter, me before I had a beard, and I I looked a lot like Paul Giamatti in Cinderella Man. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what's what's Paul Giamatti in uh, Comedy Bang Bang? What does he say? Something like, uh, "I'm a clown. I play. I get <laughs> fucked in the ass." He makes like donkey noises, and I'm trying to. I keep trying to find like just an isolated YouTube clip of that, but I can't find yeah. it. I don't know. Just don't hang out in like like Orange County, um, <laughs> because then you will. You know, the good thing is that we have a backup. We have a backup Spencer. We have a backup Spencer. So if I die, it'll be like Paul McCartney. <laughs> and like yeah. the the president will call Ethan. It's like we're worried too many people will kill themselves if they find out that Spencer's dead. <laughs> so <laughs> we have a fake Spencer for you. Or, or Spencer, you could have a new fiance, sister, and mother. Oh, my God. Here we this go. Could be a, this could be a, a Peter, uh, uh, a prince in the pauper situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Have you guys seen the the movie The Island with uh, with you and McGregor? Because that's uh, what could happen right now. Yep. Yeah, but is that the which one, one of you is the evil one? That's uh, yeah, that's the one that uses clones, and they do it because uh, rich people want to have organs. I saw that uh, like on a like on a vacation. My cousin had it. I don't remember much about that movie, but I I thought I liked it at I, the time. I watched it uh, because I knew that there was a very steamy scene with, uh, <laughs> with uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson, and hey, Ewan McGregor's not bad either. So. Yeah, I remember there uh, like there's a scene where they're all watching like Looney Tunes because they all have like the mental capacity of like 13 year olds or something like that. Um, I guess I, I guess if you don't want to be mistaken for like such a cool guy like me, uh, sorry man. Uh, <laughs> oh, so your your answer is deal with it. Deal with it. You're a cool. You're a cool son of a bitch. <laughs> so there you go what a great what a great thing um well uh you can follow uh me on you can follow the podcast at style and direction yeah um all spelled out and then you can follow me on instagram at ethan m wong i'm at spencer dso uh don't forget to rate us five stars if you want to it on really Apple helps. podcasts it, it really does um and don't forget to read the show notes i'm sure we'll have um you know some you know quotes from us on there um and uh don't forget to keep sending us your questions and stories the link is on the blog and in each episode description Mm -hmm. no matter where you're seeing it you know whether it's on spotify um apple podcast or soundcloud so please send us stuff we know whether it's a quick thing we'll read it off um we try and do two each time just because there we don't have a lot of them right now but if you if you send us more we can do do more. more Yeah, yeah, so please send us more so we don't have to, like, make up fake questions <laughs> and, like, plant them <laughs> in the episodes. <laughs> do we do that? No, we don't, but we might have or to. Or do we? Do we? Oh, wink, it's wink. up to you. It's up to you to find that out. Yeah, the um, choice is yours. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, big thanks to um, uh, MJ for editing the uh, for editing the podcast. Thanks, we MJ. We really credited him, yeah. Please don't get on mic. Please, please don't get on mic. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. My wife. Mm-hmm.